guys, it's your girl Claudia Jordan, and we are back with another episode of TGIF with three of the most fabulous men in the entertainment industry. Now, Gary with the T is unable to join us tonight, and um, we miss him. But I'm here with Al Reynolds, Q, aka Funky Dineva, and sitting in for Gary with the T is media personality, Mr. Jerome Tremel. So we'll get more into him later on in the show. Now, we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines that's trending in social media and in the news. Now, sit back, relax, grab your mugs, because it's time to pour a little Friday night tea y'all been asking for. All right, everybody, please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host, Funky Dineva. <laughs> Brand strategist that's Al Reynolds. Oh, that's what you're doing? Yeah, right. Okay. And media personality Jerome Trammell. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome, Jerome. Welcome, Jerome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We're welcoming our special guest host, Jerome, tonight. Jerome, I got to ask you, I'm going to just be shady out the gate. Wait, how old are you? I'm 31. Because, like, Jerome is not a name you hear, like, as a, like, it's like an older gentleman. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. That's like in the era of the Otis's and the Claude's. Like, that's <laughs> an old, old, even old soul name. Did you, you say know? Otis? He do, you do. My name's an old school name, too. There's not many new Claudias now. I'm just saying. Listen, I have to tell you the story off chat. It's a long story. It's a little bit weird, but it, Jerome works. No one <laughs> else has my name, Jerome Tramiel, so it works for me. Right. He sounds like he should be a mechanic. <laughs> he sounds like he should be a mechanic. I'm going to go around Jerome's house and let him fix my carburetor. <laughs> oh, I mean, I fix like. things, but they're not, you know, they're uh, not on the car. Oh, okay. Well, uh -oh. All right. He's so going to be good, though. What's everybody sipping on tonight? Jerome, let's start with you. You tipping on anything tonight, Jerome? I just have a little wine. That's it. Maybe unwind afterwards yeah. and dirty wine later later on. Mm. Oh, dirty wine. Okay, Al. Al Reynolds. What, what drink is going to make you red tonight? I'm red. No, 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 no. I'm drinking champagne tonight, so I'm taking it easy. A little too much last week, so. You're not red yet, but you. whenever the you get, like, hot and bothered on the show, you <laughs> Funky Dineva, Miss... Uh, Q, Mr. Q. So I'm, I'm ghetto because I got Bailey's in one cup and a glass of wine in the other. So, oh man, so I'm, Love it. I'm alternating. Um, it's it, it's Friday. Turn up. That's right. Well, I'm being ghetto too because I'm on my second little bottle. I got one of them little Ooh. airport drinks that you was making fun of last week. This is my second one now. So we're gonna see. We're gonna. What see is it? Is that Malibu? Malibu rum. It sure is. They, they need to give you a sponsorship at this point. I mean, they really should. That's my shit. I mean, it's pretty drink. Okay, listen, before we get into the show, we want to send our condolences, our thoughts and prayers to the family and friends of actor Tiny Lister, um, who passed away yesterday. I was super shocked to see it on social media. He passed away at the age of 62. Tiny, of course, is known for playing the role of Debo in the film Friday, as well as many other things. Um, I, I, I was shocked. Were y'all shocked when you heard the news? Yeah, you know, last night I was out at uh, this little after-hour pool hall that we all hang out, and we're dancing and slapping five and having a good time, and I scroll through Instagram, and bam! And I've got a good friend who's uh, the CEO of Pineapple Express Cannabis Company in L.A., who Debo works for or is a brand ambassador with, and they're always together. And I instantly hit him up and was like, you know, Doe, I'm so sorry to hear, you know, what happened to to Debo or whatever, it is sad. I know this is a tacky question to ask, but do we know how he passed? 
Well, they said he had COVID a few months ago, recovered from it, and there's suspicions that he had it. He may have gotten it again, but I don't think it's been confirmed yet. But they found him unresponsive in his uh, his place in Marina Del Rey. So, yeah. When I got the news, I was uh, initially shocked, and then it turned into Jerome can't be shocked about anything. It's 2020. All kinds of stuff been happening this year, so nothing surprises me anymore. Anything can happen. That's true. You know, like to me, he's like he. I was always scared of him. And I remember reading some actor shared a story about uh, Tommy that said that he was a method actor and that on set, he would pop in and out of characters so easily that everyone on the set used to be afraid because he would turn into that bully like immediately. So I was just like, wow, we're really gonna miss this actor. I just remember growing up with him and thinking, wow. But you know what, Claudia, it's so interesting to me. We still have Terry Crews. Because he reminds me a little bit of Terry Crews, except a Terry Crews is like a white version of Tommy. Mm-hmm. No? Kind of. They do I don't know who Terry Crews is. They do occupy He's like the white version, like the washed down version of Tommy in a bit. Mm-hmm. I think Tommy laid the way, like paved the pavement for Terry Crews to come in and step into that kind of big black man, uh, you know, bully, overbearing type of role. I have mixed feelings on Terry Crews. Like, I just, I don't know what happened in this past year with Terry Crews. Like, you know, like. I'm I'm with you on that. Um, Being part of this black culture and being black and African-American, we don't acknowledge Terry Crews. It's that white lady cooking he eating. That green bean. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Ain't she just light-skinned? She's not white, right? Is she white? No, she is white. white. She's thick. It's all that potato salad with raisins in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just messing his ass up. <laughs> all right, y'all. Without further ado, let's TJF. So let's get into some topics. Congratulations are in order for President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, who was just announced as Time Magazine's 2020 Person of the Year. How do we feel about this choice? For me. No, go ahead, for me, um, I feel that um, it's great to see them on a, you know, the, the the cover for People of the Year. I also feel that um, it would have been better if they were on the cover next year after a year of being in office. While it's a cute gesture, I just think it was premature. If you're going to focus on somebody, for me, it should have been the people who got Trump out of the office and people who got people out there to vote. So I feel that um, Auntie Maxine Waters, who made it her mission to get Trump out of the office, and Stacey Abrams, who made it her mission to get people registered to vote, are the real people of the year. That's what I feel. I'd like to see um, Stormy Daniels on the cover because she caused them a lot of problems when Stormy Daniels came out and said, listen, you <laughs> have to not talk about the unprotected dog sex we have. And that would be one of the cases that he's going to have to deal with when he get out of office at Southern uh, District New York. Southern New York District, Southern District. You know what the hell I'm talking about. Letitia James, she ready to get in that. Yeah, she ready to get in that ass. So look, I'm less interested in them being on the cover of Time Magazine and more curious to know what tweets Donald Trump is going to send out in relation to them being (laughs) on Time Magazine. Because I know Donald Trump is in a bunker somewhere on suicide watch. (laughs) (laughs) Count the damn votes. He's still trying to pick out furniture for his new residence in Florida, <laughs> down to Mar-a-Lago. Donald Trump has got a whole lot going on, and I know that it is 
killing him that Biden and Harris are getting this much recognition already and they have not even been sworn in. Just the fact that people are anticipating getting his baked potato shaped ass out of damn <laughs> office. I know it's driving them crazy. Speaking of killing him, um, real quick, Al, before you do your monologue, um, <laughs> um, Rush Limbaugh is uh, in our thoughts and prayers, of course. Wait. He didn't die yet. Our thoughts and prayers go out to Rush Limbaugh as he deals with and fights against uh, a cancer. We wish him very the, the, the best, and we hope that he wins this battle. We, we wish him well. So he, he was on the internet trying to basically start a civil war um, on behalf of Donald Trump. Here's my thing to you evil colonizers. Like y'all gotta take everybody out on your way out just because you about to go, why don't you just go be with your daddy? Go be with Lucifer, go be with the Lord. Your Lord, your Lord is Lucifer, um, 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 Rush Limbaugh. I, I, just, I just need him to shut up. I wish him well on his cancer, but what I would like is for him to go to the grocery store with no mask on in the middle of New York. <laughs> or they check him into a nursing home. They, one one right, of them. into a like, nursing home on Long Island. So there it is. I would love him to go to a party. Maybe if he can go to one of the nightclubs in Atlanta that uh, just just turned up and they're not even having any. Mm -hmm. Anything. Or even come down here to Florida. Beautiful, sunny Florida. All the violations of COVID. <laughs> With your weakened immune system. Welcome to Florida. <laughs> now your the struggling views, immune system. <laughs> the views expressed on this panel are not the views of Fox Soul, Fox Affiliates, or anybody else that writes our checks. I just want to say that real quick. Okay, so um, can you believe Donald Trump was actually in the running for 2020 Person of the Year? He was actually in the running. How? How is that possible? We're in the United States of racist America. Very possible. I don't know about you guys. I don't know about you guys, but for me, 2020 has been mentally, emotionally, and physically just freaking exhausting with that man in this administration. And I personally think that uh, Elsenthal, the editor-in-chief over at Time Magazine, was brilliant for naming uh, Kamala and, and Joe as uh, persons of the year because they are representing and ushering in hope of change. And we are in desperate need of change. We're tired. We're exhausted. We're tired of his story. We're tired of his foolery. We're tired of him being this divisive. People are dying. We are in the middle of a pandemic. We're in the middle of a social unrest where people are dying. And this contentious election where he won't give up the office is making me want to kill myself. I'm done with him. Like I want him out. Now, the only thing that did freaking bother me recently was, did you guys hear the um, recording of the meeting that he had with the civil rights leaders? Where mm -hmm. he was talking very aggressively and very ugly to the civil rights leaders. And all I want to say is this, he better watch it because he's not there yet. And Kamala, she needs to check Joe Biden before he even starts his inauguration. Because, and she should be good at it because she's married to a white man, right? Mm -hmm. So she should be able to check him and let him know, look, the, the black vote saved you. You have a duty to deal with this disparity that exists in America, and we're gonna hold you accountable. So I enjoyed the fact that Time Magazine made them the persons of the year. It's gonna give them a lot of responsibility. And I also enjoyed the fact that Caesar and Jeff over at NBC Universal televised it for the first time ever. I think it's setting the tone for hope and change, and that's what we need most, period. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to put a timer on your
I know, right? <laughs> so listen, K. Michelle received some backlash after posting an emotional tweet about the Pied Piper of teenagers, R. Kelly. She tweeted, I swear if Rob was here, so many of my musical questions would be answered. Um, she also proceeded to tweet, I'm trying to create the most genuine last R&B record, and I really need to play it for him, but I can't. And it hurts. What are your thoughts on K. Michelle's tweet? And is it okay for K. Michelle to miss R. Kelly as a musical mentor? You know, listen, I, 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 I'm one of those people. Let me start out by saying all sympathies to the victims, period, hard stop. I still like R. Kelly's music, period, hard stop. He's right. still one of the greatest composers, directors, producers, songwriters, period, hard stop. All of those things can exist at the same time in the same space. You can be a rapist and a great singer. You know what I'm saying? And so his musical ability has absolutely nothing to do with him putting his ding dong at 12 year old girls. They're two separate things. And we've got to move from people bullying people for liking R. Kelly's music or liking him from a musical perspective. I'm here to tell you, and if you're gonna cancel me, go ahead. R. Kelly was the soundtrack of my elementary school years and I still listen to it <laughs> and I still get my life to R. Kelly's music. I do. You know what? You make a good point. Listen, just because um, there's a lot of people that are depraved, evil, and uh, criminals that are talented. There's a lot. There's rapists that are boxers. There's rapists that are singers. There's rapists that are politicians. There's a lot of that. And we can respect the art and not respect the man. That's mm -hmm. true. Um, so... That's my opinion. What, what do you think, Al? So listen, I think, I think this is a deal. We as people don't have the ability to separate the person's bad behavior from their extraordinary um, gifts. Like he's extraordinary. He has a gift. He just has a sickness, right? Like let's name a couple of other incredible African-American men that have extraordinary gifts, but have horrible behavior. Bill Cosby. They say Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Michael Jackson. Do y'all believe that about Michael Jackson? Or do you think that was all orchestrated by people trying to take his catalog? And, and, and do, you, do you believe that was orchestrated by the powers that be? Or do y'all believe that Michael Jackson was, in fact, touching those boys? Listen, I believe it. You believe who you're I'm a Michael Jackson fan. I don't know too many grown-ass Black men that have little white boys hanging out at their house, riding, you know, games and shit, sleeping in the same room. I, I'm just going to leave that right there. Can I give my third example, though? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. So, so I'll say this. I believe that it was orchestrated when it came to Michael Jackson. Those accusers later came out and said that parents set them up for them to um, get money and things like that from Michael Jackson. But let's jump back to Kay Michelle. Kay Michelle, who is so talented, who I love, we know her more for her drama, her, her Twitter beefs, her... You know, everything that's not associated with music. So at this point, I feel like K. Michelle would do better if she just log off social media, go in the studio, make some good songs so people can continue. Well, no, so so people can start buying her albums again. That's what she needs to do. Yeah. K. Michelle, like literally, like as talented as she is, you think about all her beefs that she don't have, all her, the, the Twitter beefs, all the drama in the club, the love and hip hop. She's too talented for that. Like leave that alone, get off social media. Get off social media. Yeah, I like I like K Michelle, so I'm gonna have to come to K Michelle's defense. I you gotta remember. You already went, Al. You already went. Okay, sorry. 
don't, listen, I don't, I don't think there's nothing wrong with her expressing what she expresses. Right. It's, it's a, you know, it, it, it definitely, it's an honest emotion. My only question is intent. Why did she feel it necessary to express that aloud to, Jer to, Jer uh, to Jerome's point, knowing that it was gonna cause controversy? You know what I'm saying? It almost feels like she needs the negative energy in order to exist. Yes, that's her brand. We got to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to hear more from Al Reynolds. I didn't mean to cut you up. I wasn't trying to be mean, but I am going to be messing with you tonight. tonight. So just, you know, you're going to be all right. We got more with TGIF when we return after this quick break on Fox Soul. Welcome back to TGIF. Joining me is Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds. And sitting in for Gary with a T, we have Jerome Trammell. So welcome. Okay, Thank you. You're welcome. Let's get back into some hot topics now. We've got an update on last week's NBA couple scandal. Montana Yo, a strange wife of basketball player Malik Beasley, says she's been kicked out of the house. This comes after Malik was spotted running around Miami with suspected love interest. Larsa Pippen. Oh, that's a nice word we're using. Love interest. Beasley's, uh, Beasley's estranged wife says that her and her son were told to just leave the family house just 10 days ago. Actually, the, 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 the timer is on. I think it was about seven days ago now. And uh, she was just as confused as everyone else. How the hell are you going to cheat on someone and then kick them out of the house? What say you, Q? Larsa need her ass whooped. She don't got this lady put out her damn house, okay? Some <laughs> <laughs> Kardashians is witches. Whatever potion they put in their they don't gave lots of pimping some, and right. that is homeless, okay? <laughs> bad for the woman. And moreover, Mr. Beasley, he dead ass wrong. Let, let me tell you something. I don't mind you leaving me, okay? But put me back how you found me. Don't leave me all homeless, destitute, out in the street, out here with the COVID, in the elements, the hurricanes and stuff is coming. What am I going to do? He could have at least put this woman, if you're going to put me out and tell me to leave, have me somewhere to go, okay? The proper thing to be, say, is get out, but I got you a house over here in the Hollywood Hills. It's a small townhouse and it's two cars, it's fully furnished, and it's a duffel bag full of money in the closet. That's the proper way to put a bitch out. Al? Listen. Hey, wait. You better not defend him because he's a black man with a big contract. I know how you get down. No, no, no. I, I will say this. It, it disturbs me that he would put his child and his baby's mother out. I totally get it. His wife. If, <laughs> yeah, his wife. Sorry, his wife. Um, if he was a true man, he just got a $60 million contract. <laughs> Give her the house. Let her take care of your child. Um, but my question here, something, something is just not right because how does he have the ability to put her out? Let's think about this for a second. You're married to him. If you did what you were supposed to do, you are supposed to be on that deed with him. You, all have, you all have that house. If that Negro told me to get out, I would tell him, you're going to get out before I get out. I own half of everything you got, and I got the child, which means the courts are going to support me before they support you, because I got to offer that child the same quality of life that I did before this divorce, during this divorce, and after this divorce. So I don't understand how she even allowed him to kick her out. It's so, crazy. Jerome, what do you think? For me, I feel that... Well, let's start with the fact that we're doing a lot of blaming Larsa. I'm not defending her, but 
in the comments and reading articles is really never blaming the man. Here's the thing. I feel like it was intentional. You're walking around Miami with Larsa Pimpin, you know, Miss, you know, Kim Kardashian Jr. You wanted those images and stuff to get out. I feel like it was done in, in, intentional. And I feel like she should take him for everything that he got. And I feel like we will continue to be surprised when we don't realize that some black men are trash. He was trash. Larsa Pimpin is trash. They see that in each other. So there you go. There you go. I'm going to tell you why I blame Larsa Pippen. Old lady, she is like seasoned <laughs> neck bones, okay? It's grown. It's got all kinds of seasons. It don't simmer. That young boy ain't never had no meal like that. He, oh, she, you are so he crazy. put that witch on this boy, and now he all messed up in the head and don't left his wife homeless. There is something <laughs> to be said about, about, about seasons. It's it like season <laughs> like that bones. It don't simmer and, sl and, and, and stewed and all that lusciousness and, and all that gold diggerness and then all that. that. That lady is seasoned around the edges and on the inside. Okay, she put it on that young boy and now he ain't thinking right. He don't even care about his child. That's how deadly right. that old lady is. I'm telling you, stay the hell away from them cougars. They will mess up your mind. Oh, up your mind. okay, you're going too far now. They'll mess it all up. He ain't going to have nothing by the time Larsa Pippen done with him. <laughs> I, and I'll say this. I'll say this. If that was a, if his wife was a black woman, she would have been putting money up to the side and she would have had her own mansion that she moved right on out of his house and moved right into hers. She wasn't smart with, with what she was doing because now no, you're on social media. All, why should she move? Like, first of all, that I just don't understand. I'm confused. Why would she? Yeah, you're the wife. Like, you're the wife with a child. So why would you move? You have the child. Like, I just feel like, does she have a brain? Like, I, no, no harm. I told you she wasn't smart. I understand. I'm just saying, why would you do what he says? Like, the, 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 everything is on your side. Like, tell him what to do. No, you cheated. You got caught out there. It's documented that you are the one that are in the wrong in infidelity. I'm staying here. And in fact, how about you do this? How about you give me the house, pay for all our bills, and then give me $50,000 a month to raise your child? She needs to get smarter. Just women in general that decide to date athletes, you need to be smarter. He tries, he's trying to push, and we're about to move on, but he's trying to push the narrative that he was already in the process of, they were separated, which I'm like, I don't know about that. Okay, I let's still wouldn't move out. Me neither. Moving on, um, former Love and Hip Hop uh, Hollywood star Max Lux is refuting claims that he physically abused his girlfriend Brandy Boyd and their children. Now, viewers on Brandy's Instagram raise uh, questions that she went live and an audio clip of a violent sounding argument between the couple surfaced earlier uh, this week. A few days later, Brandy came out and admitted that Max was verbally abusive during the era altercations. And she said that she's the one that got physical. Let's take a listen and uh, what she has to say in this post. I have no bruises, no no marks on my neck or my body. I'm okay. I do have pimples on my face, but that has nothing to do with anything. I want to say everybody has rights. It's not just for women, for men. We're all equal. Nobody needs to ever um, be physical. So it sounds as if her ass was about to get put out like Montana Yow did. <laughs> and she had to get on this thing and retract what the hell she said so she could have a place to stay. That's what it sounded like because you're the one who leaked the original 
audio of the altercation in the damn first place for sympathy to paint him as an abuser. Now you backpedaling and pussy popping. It sounds real homeless based to me. It sounds like a toxic situation. And I bet that he was behind her like, you better say this, get it right, and directing her. They've been in a toxic situation since we been introduced to this couple. And I think that people think like, oh, verbal abuse is somewhere here. And then physical abuse is here. Like, no, whether it's verbal or physical, sexual, like that's all abuse. And no matter, depending on what your triggers are, you may have a response. Um, she just needs to, you know, get away from the situation. Again, what Al was saying, some women need to be smarter when, you, you know, you're dealing with certain kind of men, uh, certain kind of boys or grown boys. Al? Listen, I'm this is, Domestic violence, Claudia, you've been a, a person of domestic violence. This just disturbs me because you don't know if she's retracting it because she is being violated or is she retracting it because it didn't happen. So it's almost like the wolf thing. I, it just really concerns me because there are a lot of women out here getting, a, getting their butts kicked. And I just feel like this is just a, a, a false call that kind of minimizes what really goes on in domestic violence. So it kind of concerns me. Next time, sweetheart, if you are concerned, instead of going live, dial 911. But you know what? They also do make a great couple to be prime candidates for the next season of Marriage Boot Camp. So there you got it. Well, I'm gonna say, as a woman that's been through this, she sounds and looks like she's being forced. It seems like a coerced. Uh, confession. Uh, it's given me Mike Tyson, Robin Givens, circa 1980 something when he got his hand back here and was, you know, oh. that's what I was feeling. It felt like she was being told because you see her face, she right. looks like, she's like, and he's never hit me. If you read the, her face, her facial expressions, she's not giving you, I started it. So either, either it's right, either Funky Tony was right with, you know, she's fearful of being out in the streets or She's scared as hell about, you know, what, what the next ass whooping's about to be. I don't know. I, I wasn't buying it. Now, remember, if you look at the audio, listen to the audio closely, while she's giving it, someone comes into the room and the baby yells, Daddy. He says, Daddy. So I think it's a little bit of a fear factor there. I think... I'm probably investigating. Listen, we're going to take a break, but... Welcome back to TGIF with Funky Dineva, Al Rounds, and sitting for Gabby with the T is Jerome Trammell. Uh, Ex-NFL player Colin Kaepernick got a sweet new deal. The football player took a knee for Black justice during the national anthem, has been given his own ice cream flavor. Ben and Jerry's collaboration with Colin's Know Your Rights camp in honoring the pro baller, calling his ice cream flavor Change the World. It's great like companies that are uh, you know, like Nike and Ben and Jerry's work with him. But do you think, why do you think the NFL is refusing to follow suit? Why everybody want to give this man money except the damn NFL? Well, the NFL gave him his settlement. And I'm not, I'm not saying that that's enough, but I feel like they feel like if they want to invite him on one, to the te- on one of the teams, they're going to have to do a lot of changes within the company that they're not ready to do. And at this point, people are so worried about whether he will play again. I feel like we need to ask him, do you even want to play? He might not even want to play in the NFL again. Like, he got it good. He has this, this sweet spot where he get these endorsements and doing the speaking. He's a, you know, black pioneer. He might not want to be on the field being tackled and concussions and all that other stuff. Like, just stay off the field. He's from Milwaukee like I am. So I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him. But is that something that he wants? Why people want that for him? 
No, he definitely he definitely wants it. Hello, he had a tryout that they moved locations. He had scouts from every team there. It's definitely something that he feels that he's been ostracized from. Uh, Colin Kaepernick definitely deserves to still play in the NFL. But you know what, Claudia? You know where I'm going with this. It's okay because he's still going to get his money anyway. The ice cream industry is $11 billion industry. Ben and Jerry's did $700 million last year in sales. Colin Kaepernick getting his money is getting his money. Proud, big ups to my frat brother, Colin Kaepernick. All the Kappa Alpha Psi brothers out there, big ups, and he's being smart. You gonna box him out of the NFL? Well, guess what? He's gonna box you out in all his business opportunities. That's all I got to say with that. I didn't know you were Kappa. Absolutely. 25 years in the barn, baby. You ever drop the stick? <laughs> Grab a stick, no, but a cane. Okay, my bad. Oh, I didn't mean to disrespect. Okay, uh, Q, what you got to say about this story? You know, to answer your question about why he's not playing in the NFL, I think we should look at Donald Trump. Donald Trump has done a very good job of giving us an insight into the way that rich and powerful white men think. And I think the reality of the situation is they will cut off their nose to spite their face for the simple fact that this Negro is not going to push our hand, sway our hand. Who is he? We're not cowering to him we're not giving in to him simply because he's a black man we're not going to do it and i just think that's really what it boils down to when it comes to him playing in the nfl they're like this negro right. is not gonna make us do nothing we don't want to do that's it right. does feel very uh let's teach this boy a percent. Yeah, and I need black people to get off the bandwagon of supporting this narrative and say well he wasn't that good of a quarterback or you know he's not all the way black stop it this man did sacrifice a lot. If you don't get to the NFL by just, it's not being, it's not a hobby. This was a dream since he was little. And I don't give a damn if someone is 50% black, 25% black, 10% black. He's a black man in America. You see how they treat him. And they had the audacity to go after some raggedy ass white quarterback that been retired for 10 years. Was it, was it Cutler? One of them, I, I might be wrong about the name, but it was someone who was a smoker, hadn't been playing for years. Right. They offered him a contract. So, oh, uh, 100%. I, so 100%. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about Wiz Khalifa, how he's been criticizing for kissing his son on the mouth on social media. We have more TGIF when we return. Oh, we're back on the show, sir. Oh, sorry. <laughs> come back. He's been fired. Don't get fired before we really hear uh, welcome back to TGIF with Funky Dineva, Al Reynolds, and joining us, sitting in for Gary with a T, is Jerome Tremel. Let's just jump right on in. We're going to try to get through a lot of these topics. Okay. Rich Khalifa is being criticized for showing his son affection. The rapper posted a video online uh, that was recently removed where he hugs his son and then kisses him on the lips. Twitter followers responded with messages like, Wiz Khalifa out of pocket for kissing his son like that. Uh, gentlemen, has toxic masculinity made it wrong for a man to kiss his own son on the lips? And would people react differently if there was a woman kissing her daughter? So I think, yeah, I think, I think partially. And then I also think American cultural norms, you know what I'm saying? In other cultures, people show affection that way. And it's not a problem. I just think it's the way we're socialized and, and, and indoctrinated that it looks off to people. I'm not going to lie. It looks off to me. And feels a little off, but after I take a pause and look at it for what it is, it's not abuse. He loves his son. It's not sexual in nature. I have no problem with it. Okay, Jerome. 
I have no problem at all. I think it's very much so toxic masculinity. And here's the thing. Um, no matter what backlash I would have got for posting that post, I would have not taken it. I, I wouldn't have taken it down. I would have told them, if you have a problem with me kissing my son, you can kiss my ass. And that's it. That part. Al Reynolds. Hey, the, Wiz Khalifa <laughs> can do nothing wrong ever in my book. And the fact that he spends as much time, I love watching his IG. The fact that he spends that much time with his son, he's in his son's life. He's responsible for the son that he made. He's a real daddy. Hey, Wiz, keep up. Keep it up. I'm, I'm down for it all. I'm going to need these hateful MFers online to stop being mad at everything. When your own lives was raggedy as hell, I'm right. sick of ladies, girls with no floor, matches on the floor, no Wi-Fi, being so judgmental of everybody else, people who never even met their daddy complaining about a real daddy showing up for his son. You got something right. to say. These men that don't are not there for their own sons have something to say. Did it look weird? Yes. But Wiz Khalifa is weird anyways. That's his son. He loves his son. I'll be happy. No, that no, 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 no. That's not fair. Don't say that it looked weird. It looked weird to you. Where no, I'm that's what I'm speaking from. I'm speaking from me. Look weird. We gotta get we gotta change the narrative. It's not weird for a father to love their son and kiss them. That's that should not be weird. And but Al, we can have a difference of opinion. I've never kissed my father on the mouth. And what's weird for me doesn't mean it's bad. And it's okay. It, it, and we gotta get to this point in America where it's okay to say things that's that's weird to me, but it ain't bad. You know what right. I'm saying? We I, don't have, oh, I, I feel like we're being so fake when we make everything unicorns and rainbows because you can right. have an opinion on something without hating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, there's right. a difference. But I, I feel you. We do need to be a little bit more open because it's not like this in other countries. In America, hang around, we're very, hang around some Italians for a little while. You're going really to my, my really learn what love is. My, listen, my cousins in Italy walk around arm in arm and that and men and no one says anything. Right. It doesn't mean they're gay. Right. Not that that's a bad thing. All right, so let's move on. Popular hip hop mom is coming out as a Trump supporter. Deb Atney, mother of Waka Flocka, appeared in the new trailer for Growing Up Hip Hop and shocked the cast by saying, I F with Trump. Also, her son Waka Flocka raised eyebrows after saying he thought Trump was doing a better job than Barack Obama. Um, okay, so now we have Ice Cube, Waka Flocka, Lil Wayne, um, Deb Atney, uh, are you shocked about Black folks revealing their support of 45? Anybody shocked here? I am, and, and moreover, and, and I love Deb, but I'm really disappointed because more times than not, Deb is on the right side of right. You know what I'm saying? And she, Deb is a Deb is an activist. Deb is normally very logical, and she stands up for what is right. And this is just, you know it's just wrong and it feels like a betrayal and I would be curious and I just might call Deb tomorrow um, during business hours. I would just like to understand her rationale for this because this definitely feels off center for Deb Atney. I'm going to tell you what her rationale is. Her rationale is that she's in a different tax bracket than you are. She's in a tax bracket for making all that money from her family and that enterprise and all those EPs that she's been doing, that she's voting for the man that's protecting her pocketbook and not her community. That's my opinion. So I can't be mad at her when it comes to protecting your pocketbook in order to create generational wealth. But I can be mad at you. Anybody that supports Trump, given the social and, and un, unrest that we've seen, that that man has created in America, I'm going to look side-eyed at you. 
Okay, Al Luther King. All right, Jerome, what do you think? <laughs> See, I know, like, I'm used to being, dad being a manager. I know she managed Gucci. She managed Nicki Minaj for a while, and she manages her washed-up son career, Waka Flocka. Um, but I didn't know that she was a tap dancer, and that's what it's given me, very much tap dance. Here's the thing. Her and her son need to go on a different show, get off of growing up hip-hop, because it's very much giving me growing up delusional, growing up ignorant, growing up Republican, and it's all the same thing at this point. So I'm not here for any of that. She can go. On that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more TGIF. <laughs> back to TGIF with Al Reynolds, Funky Nineveh, and sitting in for Gary with the T is Jerome Trammell. All right, you guys, real quick, uh, I just got a notice that they, FDA has authorized a Pfizer coronavirus vaccine, so hopefully my stock goes through the roof on Monday. But um, anyways, uh, we have this whole issue with the vaccination, and it's been revealed from Dr. Fauci that a Black woman uh, was, you know, part of creating this vaccine. So do y'all think that's gonna make black folks be more comfortable with taking this or not? Who wants to take this? Oh, I think oh, oh no, go ahead, go ahead Q. I think black people, uh, you know, just in general, have a, a huge mistrust for, for the medical system and the government. I think that this is great for history books, that this woman is behind this vaccine. But I've been listening to the conspiracy theorists on Twitter, and they swear that that's just the man propping her up in the front to try to convince us to take it. Listen, the fact that she's named Dr. Kizmikia Corbet, I'm going to trust whatever the hell she say, like dead ass. And you know what's so interesting? I went to the opening of the uh, Leadership Academy, Oprah's Leadership Academy in South Africa, and she said, you, you empower Black women. The reason why she did Black women only, young girls, was because Black women go back to the community and they teach everybody what to do. I think this is an example of that. We are in a pandemic where people are dying, and it's disproportionately affecting African Americans. This Dr. Kazmikia Corbe, they call her Dr. Kizzy. She is giving us confidence to know that if I worked on it, then it's worth taking and it's safe. So I'm with it. All right, moving on. The Grammys and I having a great year. Not only were they called out for their unfair treatment of Black artists, but now they seem to be trying to get something for a little bit of nothing. They asked an A-list comedian to work for free. Tiffany Haddish uh, went to the social media and she informed us that she was asked to host the pre-show, like three hours, right? And they did not want to pay for her hair and makeup and glam, none of it. So the Grammys chief, Harvey Mason Jr., came out to publicly apologize to her. We don't really have time to play the video, but he did apologize to her on behalf. And he said that it was someone else's mistake uh, that was, uh, you know, um, less in the know. What do y'all think about this? It's insulting. And it's, it's insulting and it's disrespectful. And this industry has this this way of making people feel like black women shouldn't get be, get paid for their work. This kind of reminds me of the Monique situation. Pay that woman because if it was Kevin Hart, he would have been had his check. And we, would, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. Pay her for what she's worth. Now, y'all remember Neil, the former president of the Academy, said women need to step it up, right? Remember when he made the comment and they fired him for that? Now, this mm -hmm. year, the interim president, Harvey, wants a woman to work for free. Now, I'm looking at him like side eye. Now, this is the deal, though. The least you could have done was do her hair, makeup, and her wardrobe. She ain't got no hair. So she ain't got to worry about her getting no weed. Like, what's up? 
And the sad part about it is, too, they could have borrowed from the main show and threw a couple of them coins over there to the pre-show. All those sponsors that they get in them gifted suites, take the damn makeup out the gift bags. Take the hair out the gift bags. Take the clothes out the gift bags and give her that. First of all, Tiffany, she can't can't pay her bills off exposure. Pay her what she's worth. Y'all would have paid the black man, play her. I've hosted the pre-show for Soul Train, okay? Five figures I got paid for that. So y'all tell me that the Grammys can't pay her five figures to do this? Give her a ten, quick 10, 15, 20, 30,000 to do this? Y'all full of shit. Okay, Jamel Hill, we have like one minute left, two minutes left. Jamel Hill and Carrie Champion caused quite the stir on social media. The talk shows were interview, talk show hosts were interviewing Jake Paul, you remember? He's the one that, uh, you know, beat up uh, Nate Robinson in that fight. She asked, was it racist to knock a black man out? Well, Twitter went crazy. Do you think they took it too far or were they just being fun? Funny. I think that Jamel Hill was dead ass wrong for that. And only because she stands on her platform a lot of times and is very self-righteous in her beliefs when it comes to race, equality, so on and so forth. That joke was better suited for someone like me to have delivered. And it actually would have been funny coming out of my mouth, but coming out of the mouth of somebody who was oftentimes the race champion in the face of inequality and speaking out, it was just wrong. Had somebody else asked that question, had a white person would have asked Jake that question, she'd have been on her show the next day with some diatribe about race in America. I just think coming from her, um, it, it, it just was, it didn't land. I was surprised because I, I'm a huge fan of Jamel Hill and I, she's definitely a friend and I love her. And I think she was being playful, but it's, you know what, listen, we're in a time where they're going to cut that clip. They're not going to show the whole conversation and we're going to just be sitting here talking about that one thing. And it, it, I did rub me the wrong way when she asked. I was like, Ugh. but not you know what? It would have been funny coming from Kevin Hart. It would have been so funny coming from Kevin from Hart. From a comedian. But, but from a comedian. Hart, just, you, can't be, you can't be the race lady and make racial jokes. Right, right, that's right. That's, that's something right. I gotta do better in my damn self. So listen, we have run out of time. Thank you, fellas, this was a good time. I wanna thank my co-host, Al Reynolds, Funky Dineva, and Jerome Tramel for helping us tonight. Thank you for joining us and watching us on the Fox TV, Fox Soul TV mobile app. See you next time in Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee is up next. We'll see y'all back here next Friday. Have a great weekend.